Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. Today I have a guest that I've been wanting to get on the show for quite a while now, but we I was kind of waiting for a very pivotal point, and that being this person reaching a thousand followers on Instagram, just so that he can release his album Pack Season, which is actually about to drop very, very soon. What are you at? Like two followers away? Three followers away? Bro, I passed that, man. I'm at 1,055 right now. Oh, holy I- shit, dude. You were at like, <laughs> dude, that's so insane. I was, nine, I was at 970 this morning when I woke up. Damn, congratulations. Yo, I got, ne- I got bros pushing, 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 pushing. And now Pack Season is out. Pack Season is coming out soon. Oh, okay. Pack season's coming out soon. I'm dropping pack season probably weeks time from now. Okay, okay. Weeks time. I'm about to give an announcement when oh. I'm going to drop it. Okay, okay. So, um, by the way, who I'm, of course, talking about is Gas Pack Tyler. He has over 48,000 plays on SoundCloud with about nine tracks nine tracks out. And he's really obviously doing very well so far. So congratulations, man. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, of course. And we have with us Keelan and Indigo. Indigo's back. What's up? Yo! <laughs> we're good. We're good. Okay. So um, how are you guys doing? You guys doing good? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling out here. Yeah, All right, cool. By the way, Ty, can you move the microphone a little closer to you? My closer. I'll just sit yeah. up. Oh, okay. Sounds Is that good. better? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so um, before we get into all this, I want to sort of get into your history a little bit. So you're from Vernon. Yeah. Were you, were you born there? No, I was not. Um, So I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, and my mother was... Uh, some something happened, and I was I was adopted from Atlanta, Georgia, right. and to my to my parents now, who are Caucasian and I'm I'm black, but like and that's how I, and then like I moved around a bit. Like I started out in Qualicum Beach on the island, like Vancouver Island, right, and then I moved to Sycamus, and then now residing in Vernon. Oh, how old were you when they adopted you? Um, less than a year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, less than a year. Uh, my mom was just like really young when she gave birth to me. Right. I was, it just wasn't fit for me to stay. Right, okay, that's fair. Um, and how old were you when you moved to Vernon? Um, before, before, before preschool. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, real, real young. I moved real young. I moved to Vernon before preschool. I went to preschool in Vernon. Oh, okay, uh, okay, cool. And um, when it comes to you moving over here and everything like that, what was your experience like growing up as probably the only black kid in your entire school? Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> even on sports teams, like I'm, I'm, I'm a football player. Like I play, I play a lot of sports actually growing up. But I started out BMX and football were my two main sports. I BMX racing and football were my two main sports. And then I like branched out and like when I was in high school, I played like rugby and all that stuff. But football. And I adapted into lacrosse. I played lacrosse too. Played lacrosse right. too. And um, but like, football was like, wait, well, I kind of got lost. <laughs> where, where, where was like, where, where, what was the question again? I said, what was it like growing up? Oh, as a black um, dude. Yeah. So being the only black in the white community is like, I don't know. It's a lot of different. You get a lot of people subconsciously being like, like looking down on you, like, yeah. and like they also be like subconsciously like pushing you in ways that like. They think how black people should excel. Like in you know, football, my coach is like, he, he, I don't even know, like, I don't even know. He, I guess he probably like, he pushed me like a really hard, but like also because I was a good player. Right. But like, I feel like 
I don't know. It's because the only black kid on the team wants the black kid to be good too, right? Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not putting, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth. I'm just, that's just, I'm just saying, like, maybe that's like, there's something like that. And like, I don't know. I've always been like, when I play hockey, I played hockey too as well. I was yeah. only black kid. I played goalie, and like, I had experiences with um, other people in the other teams, like white kids calling me nigga and shit. Oh. And like, uh, I've fought, I fought a lot in in hockey. I yeah. fought like I used to, like before I played goalie, I used to play skater. Yeah. And like, I fought a lot. And like, then like I just transitioned to goalie, so I wouldn't have like straight up. I'm not straight up like I want to be that. I wouldn't have be to, as obvious. Wanna, yeah, I wouldn't have to smash people out either. Yeah. And like so, like I just chilled net and did that, worked that, and then even in football. But football, my love, I love football. I played provincial level. I played international level. Like I played, really, yeah, I played, I played, I played, yeah. Seriously, played really well. so just like I. Grades, man. Grades. Y'all gotta keep your grades up. Oh. <laughs> Y'all gotta keep them grades up in school, man. For real. Y'all keep them grades up. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Like, Y'all keep them grades up. I was, I mean, like, people talk to me and stuff, but like, I didn't have the grades, so I was like always down on myself with the grades. I was just an idiot in school, not being, not going to my classes, like, you know, Why? stuff. What were you? I just, I didn't even like, I didn't even start smoking weed till I was in grade twelve. Just like, I was just like. I was just like that whole mindset. Fuck school. I'm trying to be. I don't want to do school. Like I'm trying to chill with my friends. Like I'm gonna skip class, bro. I'm gonna do all this and that. But like I still pass my classes, but just like minimal. Like and right. just like now I'm I'm back in school upgrading. Yeah, like, yeah, at, yeah. At the college level. Right, right, but right. Like, yeah. What kind of kid were you in high school? <laughs> um, depends who you talk to. <laughs> okay. Depends who you talk to. Um, so when I was young, like grade eight. Grade nine, like I don't know. Uh, I, I I used to swing first, talk later when I was in grade eight. Oh, okay. I used to like someone talk shit. I'd swing, like I just swing on them, and like right. Got to the point where I was almost getting, I almost got expelled from school. It was like, if you have one more incident, you ain't gonna be in high school no more. And I was like, I need football, I need football, I need football. So yeah, I changed my ways in that way. But like, I was like, the t- I got along with some teachers. Like, actually, I was very likable by most teachers. Like, teachers liked me a lot. Um, cause like once I got older, I matured and stopped being like a little, a little like ignorant little kid and doing stupid stuff. And then yeah, so I getting along with all my teachers and like I had this teacher that I like had being in butted heads like this and being in this butted heads when I was in grade eight nine, and then he became I got into his class when I was grade eleven English English eleven and yeah. he really changed everything for me because like I used to hate English used to hate school and then he really made me love English and he really changed my life and whole focus on English. Now, like he literally made me become, want to become an English teacher. He like changed my life. Like Holy his name, his name, his name is Mr. Coleman. Okay. Shout out Mr. Coleman. Like he opened my, he opened my eyes to so much. Like I just like really enjoyed, like just literally, I like, really enjoy, like I really always loved poetry in school. Like Shakespeare is my favorite thing in English. Like I just like, and like now, like the literature, like I like it. I just like English. Like it's dope. It's what about it? Uh, the words, man. It's like yeah. there's so many new words and so many new definitions and so many new things and how you can write and it's so complex and intellectual. And it's just so amazing. And it's like, wow, how did we come, mankind, come up with this? Like going from not being able to talk to being able to poof, all these crazy ass words to like this new words popping up, definition like dictionary. Like, you know, how big the Oxford Dictionary is. That shit slaps. That shit's <laughs> huge. Like, so many words. Like, damn, like, like it's crazy. And just like, I don't know. I just like really. He like pushed me to where he like pushed me. Like I was like, I just like really. I ended up liking him, getting along with him. He just changed my, my whole mindset in English. And I just like really, he made me want to become an English teacher. And just like, cause like you can make an impact on people 
Yeah, you Cause can. Because, like, I want to be the opposite of all my teachers I didn't like. I want to be that teacher that kids remember when they leave high school. Right. Or, like, all that. If I become a teacher, like, like I'm becoming a teacher, like, if, like, that works out. So, essentially, you want to be like Mr. Coleman, but for everybody yeah. growing up. I wanna, yeah. I want to yeah. touch, touch people's lives. I like helping other people. It makes me happy. Right, right, right. So, you probably find that influences you quite a lot with your music now, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when did you get your start into music? Um, When I was really young, actually. Like, I used to sing in church choir when I was really young. And I used to... I played guitar, drums, and bass for Wentworth Music out in Vernon when they had a thing. I played... Oh, shit. I played in Clearwater Revival concert thing. Like, a little, like... I played in a Beatles concert thing. I played in a... I think it was... Guess Who? Oh, yeah, Guess Who. Guess Who, one, two. Yeah, I played... Yeah, I played guitar... I first started out with guitar, then moved to bass, and then moved to drums. Right. Okay. Yeah. Can you play any of those now still, or? Um, I can play. I can play it. Like if I if I picked it up and like I could play like I could play a little thing that I remember. Drums. I can play like bass. I can play, but like I can't remember like full songs because I didn't like retain all that. Cause I didn't like keep working at it. I kind of just like I was like, oh, picked up, learn this, put down, picked up. Like, oh yeah. Okay. But like I still like can I still like. Still like learn like in time, I was still like good enough to play in the song, like playing the concert. But it's like now I just like kind of left on the back burner. But I would love to like pick it up again, like play guitar. Like I love guitar, like so cool. But like I prefer bass. Like I love, I don't know, I just like playing the bass. Like it's cool. Right. Yeah. No. With the bass, you can carry the rhythm of the song. Yeah. When you when you play it really well with the drums, it's like yeah. oh, and the, the bass yeah. like moves. It's like you can feel that the vibrations and like like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. 100 percent so um you were doing that what made you want to get into rap music oh um i've always been listening to rap music as well as all the other music um when i was younger like i used to listen to little bow wow oh I yeah little yeah, bow wow yeah. man like classic little bow wow like my like, little bow wow and like chris brown's early like chris brown like run it and like uh what was that um it's like uh uh, yo, excuse me, man. Yo, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like those, like that. I like, really love that. And like I used to like freestyle and stuff. And my friends were like, "Bro, you got bars, homie. Like you can freestyle. You can freestyle. Like you should start making music." And I was like, "Yeah." I, and I was like, "I kind of got. I got like a one of those like snowball mics, like really badly like, using like on like Audacity. Music was oh, trash. Yeah. <laughs> music was trash when I first started. No cap, trash. Like yeah." Like, I'm still growing as it is right now. I'm still growing. Like, I'm still growing to perfect my craft. But, like, I've gotten a lot better from where I started from. Like, all that is wiped off the history of the earth. All that old music. Mm-mm. And then I went to school for a year at the Okanagan College on Kelowna for an audio engineering program. Oh, cool. I, I did gradu- that, too. I graduated out of that audio engineering program with Corey Bell last year. Oh, and, yeah. Dude, yeah. see, I I was in that cl- uh, class just before Corey went because the teacher that was there before was so trash. He got so many students complaining that yeah. he ended up getting fired. Yeah, Corey rewrote the whole curriculum. Oh, I wish. How? Okay, so what was it like with him? Okay, so we the first start, we first started out learning all about like all like the modules, like different, like all, we learned about all about sound on paper first. Yeah. And then the, like the second part is when more all, basically all hands on. Right. It's all learning in the studio, learning live 
live um live live music learning how like patching learning and we use pro tools in ableton i Sick. i picked up pro tools like that's why i have a home that's what i use i love pro tools that's pro tools is amazing what i work with yeah. i use pro tools i like pro tools is it all still windows based over there or is it um is it Mac yeah based? it's windows based windows, but yeah. i got pro i use mac i got pro tools on my mac at home yeah so yeah I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when I was in that program, they t- they taught that as well. I remember um, the teacher that I had, he he used like Cubase and Nuendo and stuff oh, like Cubase, that. Oh, Cubase, Nuendo, yeah. I don't, I just like, I mean, I mean, like, like, I just didn't like, I didn't click with those programs. Yeah. Like, even like, even Ableton, I, you know, I don't click, I don't like Ableton. Like, yeah, it's like, if you're a producer, Ableton, go for Ableton, bro. Like, Ableton's yeah. got amazing MIDI. Ableton's got amazing MIDI. But, yeah. like, that's just not for me. And I like Pro Tools because, like, the mixing mastering engine is just, and it's, it's industry, industry standard. Oh, 100%. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same with Ableton. But, like, I just I like Pro Tools. That's my preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I loved Pro Tools. It was really complicated at first, oh, right? At first, like, yeah. It's I, so mm-hmm. much. But when you start getting a hang of it, though, you mm. have literally infinite control. You yeah. can control anything you I want. I put that work in on Pro Tools, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when did you actually start realizing, oh, this is something that I do want to do with your... When, when people started singing my songs back to me. Oh, what? People started like, I play my song in my oh. car and oh. other people know the lyrics. Oh, shit. That made me like, just, I like that. I like. You're one if, of them, Keelan? If, <laughs> if, I, if I'm finna put my time and effort and release something and you guys like it and you finna put your time and effort into listen to it, look me up, follow me, listen to my music, learn the lyrics and be able to, and be able to say them, damn. Like, that's just. I like that. I mean, I, yeah. I, I like that. Like that's just and like just music is a way for me to get my emotions out um just into song and like if people if people can connect with it, people can like just like that's just how I like vent. I like it. It's how I get my emotions out. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's what's I use. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. You don't really like focus on heartbreak so much as like no. some of the other guys. Yeah, I got I have a couple songs. <laughs> Not to not to like say that your music. Like, <laughs> yeah, nothing, wrong that. That. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like I got I got like just wait. I I got a couple songs. I've been dropping like my hype tunes right now, but I got, I got like some deep songs coming out soon that actually mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I got like, I got songs about I got a song about this bro I had that just I was really real close with. And he did some fuck shit, like some fuck shit. And I used to steal my house and lie to my face. And I made a song called Bro from the Day that really emphasizes that. And Shit I have a fire. I got yeah, yeah. Shit so fire. Yeah. And I got a I got songs about a couple of girls that just like really like really fucked me up and really right. like just like changed actually how I am as a person. Like just like I went from being like this happy go lucky person to like kinda like sad right. all the time. Just like over the years, just all the shit that's gone down. Yeah, it's just, I don't like it. It's, so like I just that's how I get it out is I put in the music and that's just how I do. This how how helps me and like yeah I got a bunch of hype tunes because I fuck with that. Like I love it brings my energy up and it brings the pump up and this like makes me hype. But like I also got some tunes that are really meaningful and touching. Like everything means something to me. But like I got something that like, really come from the heart and like really like life experiences. Right, and that's what's gonna be on pack season. Um, I got um on pack season. I got, I got one. I got one. I only got one of them on pack season. Oh really? So what are you doing with the rest of them? Um, they're gonna be on. They're gonna be dropped as singles, or oh. they're gonna be in a separate tape. 
Oh, okay. Coming out later. Right. Okay. It's like, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So, um, before we get into that, pack actually, season's like a, pack season's a lit tape. Pack season's a hype tape. Pack season's gonna be lit. Oh, okay. So you have multiple pack seasons coming out then. Um. Yeah, I got packs. This is pack season volume one. Okay. This is pack season volume one. I'm um, probably gonna have a couple series. I'm gonna have a couple more, and I'm also have like obviously other titled mixtapes, but like I'm gonna continue with pack season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So you were first called Tyler the Activist, and yes. that's how. <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah, how does it feel to hear that name again? Um, it's Tyler the Activist was the first name. Was Tyler, Tyler the Activist came from when I, after I took my program. Yeah, and I re, that's what I released my music under as a new alias, like Tyler the Activist, because I like that. And Sounds like, good. Yeah, I like that, and like. But like I changed it because like you know like Uno the activist right yeah yeah like I like I changed it because like I want like my, my own separation and like even though he's like yeah Uno Uno and like I just wanted like I want to be like more individualized instead of like falling like having like having like the same kind of type sort of sounding name as someone else like yeah like uh like I would even say like I like like Uno the I, I like I picked I picked Tyler the activist. Because I like purple and activist is purple, mm, and okay. so that's why I like. That's why I personally chose Tyler the activist, and like obviously I was new aware there's Uno the activist, but like I I just that's why that's why I chose Tyler the activist to start with. Yeah, and the reason why I switched to gas pack Tyler because I want more individuality. Right, and I just. That's also something I fuck with. I do fucking smoke a lot of weed. So. <laughs> <laughs> gas pack, you heard? Yeah. Okay. No cap. Yeah. That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, do you find that transitioning to that name was difficult at all since you were... Nah. No? Nah, the transition is not difficult at all. I like... I just like basically just started... Just re-endorsed myself as Gas Pack Tyler and just... It's how I'm going to keep pushing myself with Gas Pack Tyler from here. And it's like, I'm glad that like, I changed it as like when I did change it because it was like perfect timing. Yeah. So like, Yeah. It's good that you did it because now you're at such a pivotal point. You're about to release this project and yeah. your name is now solidified. It's, yeah. There's nobody else that has a name like yours. No. So it's good. It's a good timing. Mm -hmm. no, I like that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and so when it comes to your music now, what, do you, what are your plans for? What are your goals for what you're doing with your songs? Um, my goals is to make music my career. Right. I want to make music my career. Other than that, I just I love making music. It's, yeah, I just I just it's a passion and a passion of mine. Right, and it's like one th I think about music like people will leave you, other things will leave you. Mm -hmm. Music won't leave you. True, music won't leave you. So that's my connection to music. Yeah, do you see yourself exploring into other styles of music aside from just hip hop? Um, yeah, I listen to everything. Yeah, I love everything. Like. I listen. I love every type of music. Like I ain't just listening to. I ain't just listening to hip hop. I ain't. What are you listening to now lately? Um. Well, I listen to. Like, obviously, I listen to hip hop, but I listen to like R and B. I listen to alternative. I listen to rock and roll. I listen to a little bit of screamo here and there. Cool. I love me. I love me some Slipknot, Psychosocial. Oh yeah. That was my pump up before football, so I always gonna love Psychosocial. Um, I like. 
I just I like a lot of different music. I even like hit me with like some Taylor Swift all vibe. That, <laughs> oh, I love me some Taylor Swift, bro. Hey, oh, I think hit me with some Selena Gomez. I hit you with some Selena Gomez too, bro. That yeah. shit's fire. I think Taylor no Swift's cap. cover of uh, Last Christmas is so sick. Every time I hear it on the radio, I'm like, I don't actually mind this it's at nice. all. Yeah, like I don't just listen to I don't just listen to rap music. Like obviously I listen to more artists than the ones I listen like, listed, but I just like on top right now and just like. I can't think of everything. <laughs> That's fair. Can't think of everything. Yeah. What I'm do you like, think of rap music nowadays? Rap music, I like it. Compared I like, to- um, obviously, I I love the I love the I love the where rap originated from. Like, I like the roots of rap is amazing. Yeah. And like where rap came from, like rhythm and poetry, like it's just amazing. And like all the like all like the big old heads man like the LL Cool J's the NWA's the classic like the, the classics man yeah and the, the notorious BIG Tupac like yeah all those people are so influential mm-hmm. even Space Ghost Perp man he's Space Ghost Perp influential as hell on new wave of music man even oh, yeah. Lil B Lil B's oh. crazy man I'm like y'all might hate me for this but Soldier Boy too I mean for the new wave of music New wave, online, digital copies, digital like I'm talking like okay, I'm moving away from moving away from the old school now. I'm talking about now for the new new school influences now. Yeah. Um Soldier Boy did a lot of things first. He did. Y'all I mean, can y'all Draco. can y'all can tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Big Draco. Big Draco. Drake. Drake. <laughs> Not the same, but like Soldier Boy, like actually though, like Soldier Boy, like Y'all may hate on him and stick because he, yeah, he's a big personality. Yeah, he says a lot of things, but like you have to do realize he may, yeah, yeah, um, what was that? Crank that. Everyone, Ooh. everyone hating on all that. Soulja Boy was the first one they ever called like a mumble rapper, like real that stupid shit. Like, so everyone, all the old heads hate on Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy's killing rap. Soldier Boy's killing rap. Yet that song went pff, blew up, gone. First, pff, gone. Like, boom. And then, um, then he comes back and hits you with another song like, like "Kiss Me Through the Phone." Boom. Yeah. You yeah. know how many people listening "Kiss Me Through the Phone"? You know how many guys and like you know how many guys like say to their girl like all that stuff, man. Like even like like I like even guys in prison. I bet back in the day when they're talking to their girl and shit like "Kiss Me Through the Phone," like that shit slaps, man. Yeah. Like he did a lot, and even like he like he was like what was he like the first artist on all social media platforms? Like he basically like. Got all artists to go on all social media platforms and build followers on all social media platforms because he started it. He literally yeah. like whether you say whether you like it or not, he did do it first. Mm-hmm. He did do it first, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And you can't deny that influence at no. all. Big Draco, man, like <laughs> crank that when I was a kid. Ooh, that dance though, I had that shit down pat, <laughs> real. <laughs> so your boy up in it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I love Lil B a lot, man. He was mm-hmm. like the first meme rapper. He was my he was the most like out there. He's he's like weird beyond weird. Oh yeah, and he's uh, a personality and a half. He's dope. Yeah, I, like him. I met him once actually. Really? Yeah, that's high, man. <laughs> he he went to Fortune Sound Club in Vancouver, I believe, in twenty fourteen or twenty twelve. I don't remember. So uh, like around that time, I was going to so many concerts in Vancouver all the time. And uh, yeah, Lil B was at Fortune Sound Club and he played my favorite song, which is Martians. I fucking hey. love Martians. That's right. And uh, at the end of the show he had all these girls just come up on stage and they were all <laughs> dancing with him. It was by far one of the funniest concerts I've ever seen. That's it lit. was so sick. And at the end of the show 
after the music is off, he's like, hey, I'm not going to leave until I get a photo with everybody here. So everybody's just like crowding the front. Damn. And they're all taking pictures <laughs> of them and shit. And uh, the funny thing is, is that while we were doing this, people out, like on the back that have already gotten photos with them were all shouting, fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck Kevin Durant! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> His giant chant started. Oh man! Oh, it was so sick. It's such a good show. It was awesome. Damn, that's damn. That must have been amazing. Yeah, no, it yeah, was a great big time. energy. The hype. <laughs> yeah, no, it damn. was great. It was so sick. Um, and now, yeah, now now Lil B's just like on some crazy other shit. Just like nobody else is doing it. Like releasing hundreds and hundreds of songs. Yeah, dude, man's on a new level still, fam. Like for real yeah oh yeah um so where do you think rap's going now from here um where do you see that going man it's just gonna keep evolving that's all yeah. i can say it's gonna keep evolving it's just right. like it's just gonna keep changing man it's like you can't put a cap on it right but like you can like people can hate and hate and hate but you can't put a cap on it it's just gonna change no of course of course it's always gonna adapt yeah do you th- but obviously like trap music isn't gonna like last forever as like the full front mainstream okay. like true true but, but like i i think that hip-hop is obviously it's always gonna be there it's never gonna die yeah but in terms of like how it's gonna be do you think that people are gonna go back into more of like a lyrical sort of style or do you think people are gonna be a little more into um, like real instruments I'm just gonna say the lyrical style is still there. Yeah, there's still big lyrical artists that are still, and there's still lyrical artists that are coming up, like, like, mm, like Luda Human. Yeah, like he got bars, like he crazy. He got he got word flow, like, even Dax, like, bro. hmm, Dax. Oh, shout out Dax, bro. He's he from Toronto too. He's from Canada. Nah, he's from yeah. No, he's from he's from Toronto. He's Ontario. Like, oh, Ontario. Ottawa, okay, whatever. Ottawa, Ottawa, whatever. Ottawa. Okay. Somewhere in Ontario. We crazy, man. Ottawa, like. Bro. Like Dax is not wordplay crazy and like like that's like it's still trap. Yeah. But like they incorporated the like they still it's they just incor- it's they I don't even know how to say it. They, well that's they did beauty- some crazy that, shit. That's what's beautiful about it though, because a lot of pop is now taking what trap had, like you know, yeah. you know the beat styles and stuff. Like even yeah, man, like even like they're talking about like yeah, like say like yeah, rap artists talking about like women, sex fucking drugs cars money fucking chain jewelry pop songs talk about that shit now too they do i mean like, like yo listen to ariana grande's newest album man she talked about all that she yeah talk about all that even like baby goth oh, bro so baby cool. goth like baby goth is like baby goth i wouldn't consider her like i consider her more like a pop pop artist and she's like she fire baby goth is lit like yeah. baby goth is fire and like all of her music is gas and like it's like I can see that pop, and it's like that's just gonna take off, and it's like, it's like not, it's like, it's like that, ra- it's like sound, it's like radio, radio, like you think you hear it on the radio, and just like the only thing that's different is like they just need to like let y'all talk about other stuff besides like you have to let people talk about like, life experiences, man. Right. Like yeah. they're like they're trying to sensitize life experiences and sensitize how people actually are, but like yeah, it may not be the best thing for your kids to listen to, but like. They're gonna hear it so eventually in their life. <laughs> they will. They're, I they're mean, gonna ex- see it. They're gonna experience it. So like, chill. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, the thing is, people need relatability, right? Yeah, so. like it's relatable. Like people actually go through this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're just oh yeah, uh, I do drugs. Oh yeah, blah blah. Nah, like they like. It's like it may actually like it like it's their light. It's like it's like it's 
them. Like they can't just change how they are because you don't want to listen to it. Like they're like you chose to fucking like it, like they can't like I don't know how to explain that shit. Like it's them. Yeah, totally. It's what and, the, the life experience, what they've been through, like exactly. And the thing about it is that it's the parents' job to tell the kids and help them understand what it actually means, exactly, and how to properly process it. Exactly. A kid that might not know any better might say like, "Oh, hey, maybe I should treat women like." shit or yeah. i should talk about guns at school or if yeah, i should I guess, I, maybe yeah. i should start doing lean right but like but like if you can like you can also like like they're gonna have you gotta let your kid grow up yeah oh you yeah. can't like keep a cat you can't like keep a blanket over their head and not expose them to the world no nah, but that's the thing you should tell them hey this is what it means yeah you have to realize yeah. that this is just something that they're portraying doesn't exactly. necessarily mean that it's something that they do in real life. Right? There's so many rappers nowadays. There's just so many people in general nowadays that'll just basically front like true, they have a true. lot of shit. They'll, yeah, they'll yeah, like yeah. rent a bunch of change or they'll rent a car and then as soon as the music video is over, they'll just send it back. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. True. But like that like, true. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't even> <laughs> <lie>. <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag so, battle challenge. Yeah. So um, when it comes to all of that, I think that as time goes on, with everybody getting a lot more sort of like open and laid back, especially with, um, you know, the government being less restrictive while they're decriminalizing pot and shit. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I think eventually we'll start seeing like magic mushrooms start to get yeah. decriminalized in different spots too. Like it's apparently going to happen in uh, Oregon actually. Really? So yeah, magic mushrooms legalized in Oregon, which is crazy. Well, like honestly, it will honestly like, I don't know. I don't personally like psychedelics, but like I have a lot of friends that like psychedelics and like it also like, it also helps people too. Like they can, it can open your mind to like, whole bunch of new stuff and you can just experience whole bunch of new things that you wouldn't experience in your normal realm and state yeah and just like you can expand your horizon and yeah open your mindset yeah i mean well that's the thing about psychedelics is that i've never really done any drugs actually i'm mm. completely straight edge but um when it comes to doing psychedelics though there's a lot of me medical benefits for a lot of True. people that may have psychological yeah. issues um I don't. I haven't. Uh, I'm no. I'm no expert or anything. But um, listening to say, for example, what Joe Rogan says, he talks about how it helps people's depression or bipolar disorder or mm. like this or that. You know. Um, and pot helps out a lot of people stay calm and relaxed. Yep. You know, somebody like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson might might want to like fuck people up just for saying hi to him, but pot will totally relax <laughs> him and allow him to be chill. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why don't you like doing psychedelics? Back okay. <laughs> um, I was in grade eight. Uh, I was so I would have been fourteen. Um, I was at this like they used to have this little like kid nightclub in Vernon. Oh, where, like this like EDM artist used to own like this like it was like a kid nightclub. It's called Teen Night. Okay, it was, like a kid nightclub is like ages anyone anyone under eighteen. If you're in high school, under eighteen, and it was like a, it was like like a club for kids. Weird. And fucking, I did shrooms. In that fucking club, and then the fucking feds rolled up, and I locked myself in the bathroom for like two hours, stressing my balls off, bro. Like it's having the worst time of my life. Like I was, I don't even know what the fuck I thought was you going on. Boom. Yeah, dude. I thought, oh no. Wow. <laughs> and I just like I just haven't wanted to do them since. Like I, I mean, just, that's, I can understand. Like my friends told me some crazy shit. Like I got to school. I lived on my my school on my block. That these kids did shrooms in. They're telling me that they laid on the laid on the grass 
and they saw like the grass grow out the ground and squirrel up. Like they're saying this shit. They thought they ran with gazelles in Africa. Like they're saying some crazy shit. So like I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like that's how, a terrible. Like, that's a terrible experience, man. Yeah, I just I like how I see things now. I don't want to change. I, that. I just don't want to. I just don't want to have a bad trip again, bro. That shit was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was when, scary. The, when when like the cops show up, you know, even like I don't even know why I don't even like worry about no cops right now. But like, fuck twelve. But like, I was like, I don't even know. I was just like, I was just in a new realm on some scary shit I in my head. Maybe, maybe. I think. So. I think okay, I think, I'll say. I'll say this. I'm not never going to try it again. But in the moment of time, I'm not going to do it because friends say. If, even people say like, if you don't want to do, if you don't want to do shrooms, you do shrooms. You have a bad time. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah, you have to be like, you have to be a hundred percent about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Have the confidence to be. Like, Wait, give them the microphone. Give them the microphone. Talk to the microphone, bro. Say it. You gotta have the confidence before you go into them for sure. Like. Otherwise, it's going to cause a bad trip, like, no I, doubt about it. Have you had a lot of experience with psychedelics? No, I've never tried it myself, but, like, I just know a lot of people that have done it and, like, done a lot of research about it and, like, stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's all about good mental state, right? Yeah. I mean, that, to me, almost sounds like common sense. Like, <laughs> Yeah, straight up. <laughs> before you take a drug that's supposed to go into your mind, you yeah. should be in a good mental place to do that yeah. in the first place. 100%. Like, like I've heard it. Uh, I don't remember who it was. I, I think it was... I don't remember who it was, but the, oh, I, I'm pretty sure it was Riff Raff. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Riff Raff who was saying that before you take your next trip on a psychedelic, make sure that you feel like a winner, like go work out or something or go do something like that makes you feel like you're a winner and then, then do it and then you'll have a good experience. Yeah. And so you sh- don't force people that uh, don't want to be in on it because yeah, they're just going to have a bad time. Peer pressure is bullshit. Don't fucking peer pressure people to do some bull fucking shit. Yeah. It ain't cool. No, of course. It ain't. Let them think on their own, bro. You want to do it, you do it. You ask them to do it, they don't want to do it, don't keep bugging them. Yeah. Just don't have them have a bad time. Yeah. So, so um, who who got you to do shrooms? Like, did you just My cousin. Do- <laughs> oh. It was like, well, I didn't even, he didn't even, like, force me. I was down. But, like, just that, I was, like, well, I was, like, stressing before. But, like... I was down, and then just that crazy shit just happened, and it just spooked me. I just, like, when it went down, it went down. Right. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. It just went down. Yeah. I think I'm going to do... I've never smoked pot. I've never, like, drank or anything, but I'm very, very... Uh, I'm pretty certain that I'm going to do shrooms for the first time this summer. Really? Yeah. Well, I've never know how it is. I've never really gave a shit about alcohol. I never gave a shit about pot. Um, like there's nothing wrong with it, but uh, when it came to, when it came to weed, it just made everybody around me in Rutland just seem like, so they, it just made everybody just seem so dull and just yeah. like boring. And they all wanted to do mm-hmm. sit around and eat Cheetos. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. It's yeah. boring as shit. Like, I don't know. You got like two types of stoners. You got a yeah. productive stoner yeah. and you got a lazy stoner. Yeah. Like I didn't even start smoking weed till I was in grade 12. Like right. I ain't mean, like I started smoking weed till I was in grade twelve, and like I my, even when I smoke weed, like people say it kills your motivation. Nah, it didn't change nothing for me. Hmm. It just yeah. like it depends how you have your mindset focused on what you want to do. Right. And, like all- if you let it take over you, then it will take over you. You will. People say weed's not addictive. Like weed itself isn't addictive, but the feeling of being high, I'll say, is addictive. People yeah. will crave that feeling because it's an up. It makes them feel like. I don't know, boost your dopamine levels. And like when you smoke a lot of weed, your dopamine levels get like a false, a false, like it says like a false, where you, like, 
It changes where you originally needed to take to get happy, and it makes a false mean. And like it just and like when it you're not tolerance. change your tolerance, and when you're not high, you're like it takes a lot more to make you that happy when you're not high. But True. when you're high, it pushes that dopamine up, so you reach that levels, then everything is like up. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and. Um, that's kind of what happened to a lot of people that I know. A lot of people just start spending even more and more Same. money on that shit. And I'm just like, man. I'm not going to lie. I do drop a lot of money on weed. <laughs> but like, it ain't, I, ain't, I ain't let it take over me. It ain't, I ain't stop me. It ain't holding me back from doing nothing. Right. Right. I'm I mean, if, I if it's not destroying your life. No. Nah. I mean, if as long as you can stay productive. Yeah. And, and besides, honestly, frankly, as far as I'm concerned, I hate having grown-ass people telling what other grown-ass people to do so yeah. you could do whatever the fuck you want i don't care <laughs> oh yeah 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 i'm not like I'm not saying, I'm not, yeah no no straight but like yeah it's not it's not bad to give your opinion yeah yeah, yeah. it's not bad to give your opinion but yeah. don't get butt hurt if they don't adapt to what you say oh yeah 100 percent. you got to be a sensible person you to understand be, like you hey. gotta be understanding and you gotta be I don't know, understanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been really interested in sort of the more spiritual side of things when it comes to psychedelics, like thinking about like how, you know, thinking about the universe, the universe contemplating it and stuff yeah. like that. That to me has always seemed like something that uh, has interested me about doing psychedelics. And um, I definitely want to do LSD one day. There's no way I can live life and not know what LSD is like. I, I want to know what DMT is like. Peyote though. And peyote. I want to do it with my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not, give him the microphone real quick. Grandma. Give the microphone? Give the microphone. Yo, yeah, just take the... It? Here, just take off. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, or you could do that. There you go. I'll just keep this right in front of us for now. Sure. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? All right, so... Yeah, indigo. So you yeah. want to do peyote with your grandma? Yeah. She done it, like, way before, though, because she went to India and... Like, they're musicians, and they went out, like I talked about in last interview. Yeah, they yeah. went out to India, and they did the whole thing. Like, out to the desert, did peyote, did the journey, the walk across the desert, and all the, everything. They go in it, too, and tripped out and had that really life-changing experience. So, you're going to India soon, huh? Right? <laughs> I should, though. Yeah. They um, got me. Apparently, well, okay, honestly, um, you can probably get a lot of stuff that you may or may not want here in the Okanagan. I actually um, mm. know of people that have done ayahuasca here yeah. in Kelowna. So for sure, what the fuck's that? Ayahuasca. Okay, so it's a drug <laughs> that you take. It's something that you would normally take in a tribe out in the forest, right? Uh -huh. And what they do is that they mix it into a drink, I believe. And you basically you take it in. You'll probably like throw it up, throw it up yeah. and all that stuff. And then what happens is you start to hallucinate and experience a really spiritual experience yeah. and uh it's like and and you get it done through a shaman it's not some like bullshit it's a it's Call like it a spirit walk yeah yeah my grandma's done that too <laughs> yeah wow no shout out grandma love you though this is like and grandpa that, that goes hand in hand this is opening my eyes to a lot of crazy stuff I yo i'm like this I've never heard of the last four things you guys just said. <laughs> My grandparents are real ones. If you that's take no them, it'll open up your third eye. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, the third eye type shit. That's the spiritual realm. I'm talking that's about. That's why yeah. mine was, I was born with mine open. <laughs> no, definitely. Definitely. Like, I, from what you've been telling me about your family, you yeah. look, you seem like the type that has your third eye open when you're born. For sure. Mm. Literally, like, this is like the, what I grown up with. Oh, All this spiritual yeah, talk is what I grow up with. Yeah. It's kind, of, <laughs> kind of off topic, but I got a, I got tell, a real funny story about yeah, like, 
Okay, so first time ever going out to Vancouver for any show, not any show something. Um, we we go back, we're chilling at bro's house, and these girls say they smoke weed. One girl takes a toke, mm. and then she mm. has like an exorcism, dude. <laughs> the scariest thing in my life. This girl is screaming in the regular front. weed. Our homies smoke it. Us and our homies smoke it. We good. We smoke <laughs> this shit like, it's like it's from the dispensary. Like it's yeah. nothing wrong with that shit. Wow. Weed legal in Canada. This girl like takes this toke. Blows it out, <coughs> coughs. Uh-huh. Right, right. It's like, it's, I need to go outside. Walks outside, no shoes on, nothing. And then starts screaming, freaking out, freaking out. Just screaming, like literally blood curdling screams. Like you thinking somebody's getting brutally stabbed alley. in a back alley, bro. Yeah. And then, so we're like freaking out. We call it, we call ambulance, ambulance come. Uh, uh, but then they send the police with them. And then they like take her out. Like they like grab, take her out of the thing. And when the police got there, they're taking her out. Holy fuck. Fuck, she is screaming, bro. It sound, it literally sounds Damn. like a horror film, bro. It was like she had an exorcism. It was like the poltergeist, man. It was on some crazy shit, that bro. That was the like, wildest shit I heard. Ugh. You got this all on film. I wasn't even in van when Holy it happened. Holy shit, you have to show me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, okay, I will. I, got, I will. I will after this. Yeah, yeah. All right. Wow, so what happened to her? Um, I actually don't know. Oh, did you I, ever hear we, from we her again? No. We didn't know her. No idea. She kind of just like a groupie bitch that followed us back from the show. Yeah. I wanted oh. dick, but we didn't give her dick. She took a token and died. She started tweaking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, shit. So, like, she just, we just, like, she left. And we, we, we don't know her. We never got, we didn't know nothing. Uh, yeah. Her I, friends went and got her or something. Yeah, her day. friends went and got her, but, like, I don't even, I don't, I don't want to know. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I just know that she's okay because it was just weed. Yeah. Maybe she was allergic, though. Um, it depends what she took. She said she smoked she weed. She said she smoked weed. She said herself she smoked weed. Oh, shit. She said herself she smoked weed. Huh. Well, I don't know what to tell you, man. On some exorcism shit. Yeah. That's all you can say. <laughs> I could, I could probably say that she does not have her third eye open. No. No. <laughs> no. She's blind. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I'll, yeah, okay. I've never smoked weed. I, I mm. obviously probably see myself doing it one day just to see what it's like. But one thing is that like I've just been straight edge my entire life just for like personal reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with religion. Just because I'm brown, like a lot of <laughs> white people assume. Yeah, no <laughs> judging. <laughs> yeah, judge, but, judge free zone right here. But. Um, Man, I just can't believe how many white people assume just because I don't do something they say it's religion. Like the first thing, yeah. have you never heard of a personal choice? That's what I, see, that's, what I was, <laughs> that's literally what I was saying. Being black in the white community, they subconsciously, like they subconsciously have a think and opinion like in their no head, and they don't know, and they just like, oh, oh, you're supposed to like chicken because you're black. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. supposed to. Oh, like you're watermelon. Supposed, you're good grape. at football because you're black. Um, I'm actually bad at basketball, and people always be like, well, it was good you're good at one black sport. I ain't worried, bro. Like, what? fuck you, my nigga. Like, oh, shit. Like, and also, another thing. White people, bro, in my community, stop saying the N-word. Please. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all white. Stop, like, preach. Like, I don't know. Like, it's okay. Like, I honestly, like, yeah, some real good bro. Real good bros, man. Like, yeah, I'll be there with something, my nigga. Like, yeah, sure, yeah. I'll give him a little, I'll give him a nigga, par- nigga pass, right? Yeah. But, like. They don't. They don't overdo it. They ain't be like little. They ain't be like those. Like they ain't be like walking around with their white friends. Yo, what's up, my nigga? Like no, bro. Dude, all the little girls here say that shit. Yeah, all the little, all the little, all girls. little girls. Yo, here, if right? you go, if you go, if you in the mall, you'll hear like 
girls that look like they're like fourteen year old girls being like. I hate niggers talking about like literally white people and people they don't like and they'll relate it to I hate niggers like you guys don't even like you know how racist that actually is you don't know actually where that word originated from so like if you don't know the background to it don't say it and especially don't say it with the hard fucking R bro Never. don't fucking don't. say it with the hard R bro no it's don't say it with the hard R bro like this is too much like honestly like yeah, you're. It's Vernon. You're good. Like I guess no one's gonna fucking really do shit because I'm the only. Like there's barely any black people to fucking say that. But if you no, go yeah. anywhere else, bro, and you say the N word, you will have people on your ass like no fucking tomorrow. No matter what the fucking situation is, you just don't fucking say that shit. So like, if you know not to fucking say it in any other fucking town, fucking city, don't fucking say it in mine, bro. Like not. It's not my fucking city. I'm not saying that. Just don't fucking. Just don't be like that, bro. Like, it's just like it's not fair. No, like, of it's course not. It's not fair at all. Like they haven't earned the uh, like, many not, years like, of distress. To yeah, earn, like to say that I'm like I don't say nothing. Like I'm used to it. Like I grew up all around. Yeah, it. You say nigga in front of a black mama, and you're gonna get slapped straight. Oh yeah, straight. <laughs> oh yeah. You bro. will get your ass like slapped. Like I'll be in bro. the mall. I'll literally hear, "Yo, what's up, nigga?" Look back. It's two little white boys. <laughs> That's like, bruh. like why? Like it's just like I get it, but it's like. Have you ever beat up somebody for that? that? Hockey did. Yeah. And, and hockey. And like, I've pressed multiple people for calling me the N word. Pressed multiple people. But like, I ain't just gonna swing. I don't know. I'm just, I learned from like, <laughs> I ain't just gonna swing. Cause like, I almost, time. you I almost don't wanna got, go to like, not, get like charges I, or like, go I don't know, jail like, or. Yeah, like, I ain't like, you're moving silence, bro. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Just, like a monk. Like, literally, you kind of like, that. literally gotta yeah. move. Like, I don't know. Don't be loud and flashy. Yeah. Be, I don't know. Just don't be an idiot. Like a oh, yeah. ninja. Just don't be an idiot. Just if you're gonna do dumb shit, do dumb shit and don't be, just don't get caught doing dumb shit. Like, <laughs> That's the difference right there. Just don't, don't get caught. Don't cool about it either. <laughs> yeah, right? like I don't know. Don't try like, to blow that shit up. No, like I don't know. Just like stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you now when it comes to um the black experience growing up, I want to know the difference between Indigo and Tyler here. So what what, what what's 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 it been like? Honestly, until grade six, there wasn't a single black kid in my school. Hmm. Yeah, until grade six. I was the only black kid in my until like grade six. No cap. And so That's what was that like. like for you growing up? Bro, I didn't think about it because I ain't even like hang out with that many people, bro. Like I've been really select with the people that I chill with. So like, yeah. I don't really I never like I got the bullies. There was always the bullies and all that shit, but I didn't really give a give a fuck. Yeah. Because yeah. I was always like, I had older sisters. I'm the youngest, so I always had like older people to look up to, and they always give me a better perspective. It's like really though, like those people just giving me attitudes. It's not worth my energy, bro. Yeah. And I always sure. had my select friends, so I never I never really worried about it. Yeah. I had, I had my homies that I chilled with when I was out of school, and I had. I didn't really want to chill with no one at school <laughs> until I found like I found some good homies in middle school. Like middle school is when I started like getting some G's. Like grade seven, that was dope. Right. But I always had my one homie. Like Canty, I've had that one homie since birth. Like bro, that's my G. For, there you like, go. Life, bro. So, right. I didn't even worry about it. <laughs> in terms of like the racism front, though, do you yeah. have people um, saying the N word to you or like you trying to like? pin you down just because of your complexion or anything or your race yeah like people always do that but like i'm the type of person who call them out <laughs> okay like i ain't the type of person who take anything like that like i'd be i just be like nah like i, I don't give that any type of energy at all like, right I, I wouldn't even you don't reciprocate no nah. do and like when people come in nigga, like if it's in a spiteful way then i'm gonna be like 
you should apologize. Like, that's rude. Yeah. You know, nigga? Like, I ain't going to be the one who's going to be like, yeah. Like, I'm going to tell him, like, that's not right. But if it's like, a lot of people just say nigga. Like, nigga in a way is like friend for like a lot of people. Like, it nowadays, is, it you is, know, yeah. it's so common. Yeah. Like, everyone's <laughs> saying nigga. Like, everyone. So at this point, when I hear it, it's like, like, I've calm, like, kind of numb to it. Like, there's nothing. And also, I'm, I didn't grow up with a black family, right? I didn't grow, like, my mom is white and my stepdad is also white. Yeah. So I didn't grow up with any of, like, that. Like, I, I know about everything, duh. But I didn't grow up with that type of stigma to it. So I just, I don't, I don't even talk about it. Like, I don't even worry when someone says, like, right. something like that. Like, it's not, it doesn't hurt me. Right, you know? right, right. It's not, yeah. It's nothing like that. That's all I got. You look like you want to say something. Um, I was just going to go into my experience. Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Go for it. Um, Like, when I was real young, and like I, when I was in like elementary school, I went to, like, well, till grade four, I went to, like, this, like, I went to a school called Mission Hill, and yeah. it was mainly East Indian people. Mm. Oh, so shit. So I was, it was, it was, I was only black kid amongst white and East Indian people. And then I left there in grade four and went to some, like, I went to a Christian school. Yeah. I was the only black kid in that school, and, like, kids been looking down on me and shit. Yeah. Because being saying stupid, dumb stuff. I don't know. I got, Always, I got a lot of trouble at that school. I left that school. went to a school called Silver Star. Hmm. Um, only black kid. Actually, no. I wasn't. There was another little black kid, but he was, like, mm, grade three when I was grade seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. that. And yeah, then, like, yeah. so when I got into high school... Um, I was the only black kid until I was in grade ten, and then my my homie actually my real good homie, his name is Bashir. Um, he's he's black and he's like my dog, man. He's my homie, and like so he came up he came up when I was I would have been in grade ten, he would have been in grade eight, and then so like when I was in grade twelve, he was in grade ten, and his little brother came in, mm. his little brother. So he's all so it was like us three, and like there's a couple like kids that like were like dark and like claim they're black but they'd be like i don't know like fijian oh fijian yeah they ain't black (laughs) no they're not Uh, but like people don't know the difference in vernon so like they'd be like they got curly hair they'd be like brown so they'd be like yeah i'm a nigga oh my god so (laughs) so like that type shit but like that's hilarious yeah so like yeah i was like basically like me myself i'm probably like I'm probably like, I'm like one thirty of us, and I have forty thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're talking to like yeah. basically like twenty five percent of the black race of Vernon right now. Yeah. <laughs> 20, like, yeah. Yeah. That's just how it, I don't know. I kind of been like used to it, and like kind of like what any you saying, but like nigga, like people saying like bro now, like yeah. people don't know the story, so this they, they hear it, and they when they hear it, the black people saying other black people, they say it like just like saying habit. You know saying yeah. like. Some of my niggas, so they're like, oh, it sounds cool because yeah. they say it and they're like, I look up to them people, so like, I'm gonna be like them. Right. But like, you gotta, you gotta, like, sometimes you gotta stay in your lane a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, you can just like, I don't know, just watch where you're saying it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Say it your house, say it private. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Say it all you want. Just like, don't say, say it if you know there's a bunch of bla- a black person around you yeah, yeah. that will hear it and will. Think as it like maybe you're talking about me, call me a nigga, saying some stupid shit. Right, like, right, right. Yeah, like I'll be the type of person to walk up to you and ask you like, "What's up?" Like, I ain't, I'm a big guy. People will get intimidated by me. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm gonna be like, "What's up, bro?" Like you gonna say sorry? Like what's up? Like you saying like what are you saying? Like what are you saying derogatory? You talking? You saying to one brother? What's up? Mm-hmm. And they'll, probably, they'll usually like, "No, nah, man, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way." Like 
and me and that, like, I, I'm just like, I'm saying like to my bro, I'm like, okay, where? Well, you should like really watch what you're saying, there, bro. Yeah, like, you should really watch your surroundings. You like, not. No. And like <laughs> that should be like that literally should be something that literally what I that literally should be an eye opening when someone of that race comes up to you and takes offense, even though you're not saying it towards them. Look into the fucking word, bro. Why they take offense to that word if you don't know. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, like you gotta be stupid to not realize what it actually is doing. I actually had this girl that didn't know there was segregation in America and she's twenty three. Wait a minute, she's gotta been trolling. No. This girl dead ass didn't know there was segregation in America. I'm in I'm in school. And we're reading a book about about like the, like the evolution of like black people, like how they like all that stuff, right? Yeah. When they talk about Rosa Parks at the back of the bus situation, like, yeah. she's at the front. This girl looks like I, this girl, like this girl, like black people and white people didn't always mix. Like people, like what? Like mind blown, mind blown. Like I'll learn under a rock. I was like, I was just like, I was like, are you, I was dumbfounded. Like, are you serious? I was just like. And it's like, so like when I, when I, she's like, she's older than me. And when I realized that, I was like, them people really like, I'm not like people, people, like little kids and shit, they've been not knowing. Mm -hmm. Like like if someone older than me doesn't know. Y'all need to watch Django Unchained. I feel like they don't know. Actually on point. Even another thing to watch, man, watch on Netflix or other shit, the Kevin Hart the all the black history thing he did. Those are all that points. Is, that is, it makes it makes it, and com- it makes sense to a kid. It makes it comedic. <laughs> it makes it, it makes it comedic. It makes it comedic. Yeah. But it actually touches the facts. what facts and what it went through and what we facts. went through and what we accomplished as I don't know like a community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot. What do you guys think about when people are quoting something? Let's say, for example, it's a white person. Obviously, you know that they're not racist, but they are quoting something. Let's say, for example, it is a hard R and they say it, but it's in a quote. Oh, no, don't say it, bro. You can say the N-word. Oh, okay. Just say the, just say the N-word. Just like, yeah. just say the N-word. <laughs> Literally, just say the N-word, bro. All right. Say the N-word, like. Having a mental filter is a really you don't like, have strong to, tool. Like, even you though should, you should know how to use that, even though it's written in literature, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to say it. Like, I was in a class at my Christian school. We're reading a book about the Underground Railroad to Canada. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's nigga in it. Yes, my teacher's white. Yes, my teacher said nigga, hmm. nigger. Actually, my mistake, nigger. But she did ask me for permission before yeah. reading the book. So that's. To the class, so that is what I really appreciate. And I, yes, I said, yes, you can say it, right? Mm. Yes, it's not gonna bug me because she did come to me out of her own time, did come to me out of her own time and ask Proactive. me. And so, that, so like, yeah, that's prime. Like, if you, if you're gonna, if you, like, if you really want to say the N word, man, and you're friends with a black person, ask him if it's okay if you say it around him, bro. Yeah, don't just start saying it, have him eventually just get used to it. Yeah, ask yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Having the balls to be proactive is literally. They yeah. Don't they talk to them. Yeah. Like, say something. Like, don't oh. just yeah. Of course, of course, absolutely. Communication. <laughs> That's key. Yeah. Major. I mean, communication is the key with any relationship. Like, whether yeah. it's with girlfriend, anything. friends, strangers, whatever. Anything yeah. and everything. Yeah. You don't talk. How are you supposed to know how the other person feels? Yeah. How you supposed to get they you can't read their mind. They only can speak it and they want to tell you. Yeah. If you don't they ain't gonna tell you, ask about it. Especially if it's a significant other. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be quiet. Absolutely. Be them. confident in yourself. Confidence yeah. is confident. the fucking key, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, where's the bathroom, bro? 
Oh, um, it's just go up the stairs, go down the hallway, first door on the right. All right, bro. Yeah, it's all good. The bathroom is all good. <laughs> <laughs> Got um, leak. But no, I can totally relate to you guys' experience because when I went to elementary school, I was the only brown kid there. Yeah. Everybody there was white. Yeah. Now, the trouble is, was that when I was there, I don't know why, but I felt like people were... I, th- I feel like people were very, like, not really all that nice to me at all, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, let's say, for example, there was, there was this instance where we were all having, like, this little potluck situation where everybody was supposed to bring their own food. Um, this one girl brings some juice. I drink all of my juice. I say, hey, can I have some more? She's like, uh, no. And then, and then I'm like, oh, okay, well, shit. <laughs> you know, like, that kind of stuff. It just felt like everybody... Um, I just felt like I was being segregated from everybody else. And now with the way that I grew up, when I went back into like the temple, right? When I was there with my family and I'd see all the other Indian kids, I'd feel like I was segregated from them because I started feeling like I was too white to yeah. be around see, them. See, yeah, that's something I experienced. People yeah. like, like, I, like, I grew up in a white community. I got white parents. Yeah. But like, I don't know why you guys, people got to say like, oh, you're white is black. You're white. You're white. Nigga, no, I'm not. Like, just kind of grow with white people doesn't mean I'm fucking white. Like, sorry. Yeah. Sorry that, like, I ain't got all this stereotypical black shit that happens in a black home. <laughs> that doesn't mean I ain't black. Like, no, of course not. But, like, one thing I did notice is that I, like, everybody in my city knows me. Why? Oh, because I'm black and I was good at sports. People like me because of that. So, like, I also, like, it comes in both. I think people, like, I also think people all only like me because I'm black. Mm. In my white community, because like it's something different. They want to be friends with that black kid, you know? Right, so, right. Like, that's right. The, they right. want to be friends with that, that black shows. kid. They want to be friends with that black kid. Like that's what I. That's like that's dead ass. What I like. That's how I feel sometimes. But most of the time, like I actually, like I swear, I always think like, well, what if I was white? Would I still have all these friends? All these people still know me? But like, I don't think like I don't give a fuck because I'm black and I'm gonna love how I am. Yeah, and like I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see what it's gonna be like in the future. But like. I'm going to do me. You like me, you like me, you don't, you don't. I don't there give you a go. fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's a great attitude. It's a great attitude to have. Yo, but for real, that's something that's changed. Like, the, the past, like, being the black, like, being black was, like, looked down upon, you know? But, like, yeah. now with this generation, I feel like, swear to God, like, if you're black, this is, like, you, like you're cool. Like, people think you're cooler, bro. It's fuck. <laughs> like, it's, like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it for myself because I was never like that cool kid, but I'm literally seeing like people like, oh, he's a black dude. Like all of a sudden, it's like this. They have like this positive demeanor about him with this generation, which is pretty dope. I say like it's really cool. It's kind of fucked to like really switch up and like completely flip, but like it's like we have become more positive as a race. I mean, yeah, you guys have all this publicity nowadays. Yeah, um, good Uh, and bad, (laughs) and like Uh, people like. I hear people all the time. Oh, I wish I was black. Oh, I wish I was black. Oh my oh, god, Oh, I wish I was dude. black. Oh, I wish I was black. Yeah, like, no like oh, I wish I was black. Like all this, all that. Like, just love who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. love who you are. Just own like, it. If you want, you want like you can, like, you can, you can fuck with our culture. Go for it, bro. Yeah. But like, you're like, you know, you're who you are. Love who you are. Embrace who you are. You can still do everything we do, but just you ain't us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And like. Yeah, it's like it's really crazy how it switched. Like people are like, oh, I want to be friends with that black kid. It used to be, oh, I hate that black kid. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy yeah. how it switched. But like, honestly, it's just gonna keep. It's like it's there's still racism in this world. People are still gonna be stereotyped, stereotypes, blah, blah blah. But like, they really do fuck with us, and they really do really love our fucking culture. We gonna be the yeah. generation so, that changed that shit. So like, whether you like it, like they still like 
they like they're gonna be racism and shit, but they still fuck with us. There's still so many people that fuck with black people, bro. Like at least that's what I like witnessed and realized. Like exactly what he said. Like when that black person really like the demeanor changes and they're like hype if they're like type shit. Yeah. Oh if yeah. If they popular, it's weird. Like I don't know. Like yeah. That's what I started to notice <laughs> yeah. in like middle school. Like because I always used to hear like all this bad shit. Like people were always talking down. Like I always knew all the bad shit. Like people always talk down on black people. And then like I just started to always notice like in the school like people were always like. My black friend, my, my and every time you like you hear the word black, people are like excited. It's like yeah, you got black friend. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm, friend, homie, and I'm not friend. like out here like hyping that up. I'm just like it's like in a way confusing. It's dope, but in a way it's really confusing for me. But it's, I thought it's it's cool. Yeah, it's cool to see where weird. we came from, and now we're like rising up. It's weird. It's weird as fuck, but I like it. Hey, I mean, own it. Like if you guys are on the front, it's weird, but I like it. <laughs> it's a good attitude to take. Take it how you want it. Yeah. Um, by the way, have you guys heard of this before? Um, there's a look. I don't know how prominent it is now, but uh, I've heard of like these. Uh, I've heard of white people going up to other white people and being like, "How many black friends you got?" Like, yep. How, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. I bet yep. you don't even have. Are you? Bet yep. you don't even have a single black friend. I remember this conversation so yep. many fucking times That's when a I was real like, thing. And guess whose name comes up in Vernon? Gas oh. pack. Yeah. Gas pack. Mm-hmm. Who's your black friend? Gas pack. <laughs> Who you know is black? Gas, gas pack. pack. Who you know is black? Gas pack. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot more black people in Kelowna now, which is sick. There is. I'm like I'm I'm honestly I am seeing more and more black people in Vernon, but they're older. Like yeah. they're not in school. They'd be 25 plus, 30 yeah. plus. Well, you know that they're gonna start having kids and having them introduced into the education system. And they're then eventually gonna change. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Slow, but gratefully. 100%. Now, um, yeah, what was I going to say? Um, when it comes to, when it comes to like relationships and stuff like that, are you guys sort of more like, um, are you guys more like, I want to be with, it does, does like race not matter? Or is there some sort of like, hey, um, I, I want to I want black this. babies. Yeah? Yeah, so I need a black bitch. I want mixed, I, I want mixed children. Mixed? I, I don't know. I like mixed children, bro. They're so cute. Like if I had like a light skinned baby boy with blue eyes, I don't know. I like mixed kids, bro. So okay. I, I don't know. I guess like, I guess like, I'm not to find a girl with green eyes because I'm on a baby that have green eyes. Black baby with green eyes. That's <laughs> that's a winning combination, yeah. dude. Yeah, bro. Even a light skin no children, what. light blue eyes, light skin yeah. kid. Oh, I'm like, pushing I don't know. Light skin. like I don't know, but like, with girls, uh uh, <laughs> I like white girls. I like white girls. I don't blame you, man. I, I like all women. I like all women. Yeah, I like all women. Don't get me wrong. I like all women. Like I like I like my black girls, but like yep. I like me some. I like me some white bitches, bro. <laughs> yeah. I like white girls, bro. Like and like figure. Kendall Jenner is a dime. No, <laughs> she fine as hell. Yeah. Baby yeah. golf. <laughs> Um, She's sexy as hell. Yo, Baby Goth is sexy as hell. I wanted to actually ask you, how are girls around you guys since you're black? Um, well, how do you guys how feel big your compared dick? to... How big your dick? You got a big dick? You got a big dick? <laughs> you got a big dick? You black? How big your dick? Oh you got a big dick? <laughs> All the time. All the time. All the time. So then what do you dick? typically say to that? Me? Yeah. You want to find out? Ooh, what do they say to that? Depends the situation, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it depends. Like it could be like if they just asking a bunch of all like a bunch of homies, like it's like they're just, they're just being fucking. They're just asking like, oh, you have a big dick, you're black, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm like you want to find out? There's like giggling shit, but like I don't know if it's like, 
don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If the time's right, the time's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I don't know. Like, if the dime right, the dime right, bro. That's right. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, she cute. I don't know. Like, like type of girls too. Oh, yeah, type. Though. You want to know type? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like, anyway, I don't know. Uh, bro. I know. I like edgy <laughs> girls. I like edgy girls. Mm-hmm. But I also, I also like them. I also like them preppy girls. Like them innocent looking ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also yeah. like I like them innocent looking girls. The ones that would probably not go to one of a like a Kasai concert. Like would not like ones, yeah. yeah. The ones like I like them innocent girls. Like the ones that like wouldn't go to like one of my shows straight up, bro. <laughs> like ones that like I'm being serious. Like just, have a chick to wear glasses and go to the library. Like yeah. one of those like sexy T-shirt girls, bro. And like mm. I was like I like them edgy girls too. Like I I felt that hard. Like I like I was saying, baby goth is sexy as fuck. Yeah. And like and like some of that, but like she old. She a mom. It's whatever, bro. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it don't matter. So it don't matter. Don't matter. Don't matter. Don't matter, bro. You can be a mom at fucking 16, my nigga. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, true. True. Yeah. Like, it's true facts. And like, I don't know. I just like, I like edgy girls, but like, I like, yeah, my type, I like edgy girls and I like yeah, the innocent looking ones, true. Yeah, innocent looking ones. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I want that one to see like, a side concert unless I like, <laughs> unless like, I'm bringing them. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, they exactly. went, like, it's not, like, yeah, yeah, straight facts. Right. The first the first time I ever met you was at basically the first yeah. Kasai concert. It yeah. wasn't even called Kasai well, back we weren't then. Even, but it wasn't even Kasai yet. It wasn't not, but uh, that was like the first time that we met, though. Yeah, it was. Time. That was the first time we met. Yeah. yeah it was a good, that was, was a good fun, fun that show, That was a man. good night. Yeah. That was fun. That was the... That was the Ill Chris show. It was the Ill Chris, Chris, yeah. Chris show. That was lit. Yeah. Shouts out Ill Chris. That was lit. Absolutely. Did Denny's after? Yeah. Yeah, we did go to Denny's after. Holy I, shit. I didn't take a long. I had to go back the long drive home back to my fucking community. But yeah. they turned up. Yeah. <laughs> so so um are you guys are both playing at uh at the, the next Kashai show? Yes, yeah, sir. March fifteenth. March fifteenth, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. March fifteenth is when the next Kashai show is, but like, it's probably gonna. Come. I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but like, the next Kashai show is March fifteenth, and we both perform it. It'll come out on the Monday, this Monday, just before the show. Okay, yeah. So, show, okay, can you little, Yeah, go okay. ahead, do a plug, man. Um, I'm gonna plug this shit hard. Okay, so we got a show coming out March fifteenth. Black Box, Kelowna, British Columbia. Yes, sir. Pull through. Kasai event is going to be lit spring break party. Come turn the fuck up. It'll be Don't good. Fuck around. It's going to be lit. Gas pack. It's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. It's going to be lit. Keelan, are you going? Yes, sir. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully sir. my bro's going to pull better through. Show up. Hopefully my bro Keelan going to pull through. That'd be lit. Weird with, my mom's a little weird with like my curfew and stuff and like just parents in general. So it's like, I don't know. I'm gonna try to make it, but like, we'll see. Convincer. Yo, yeah, yo, we gotta get, yo, we gotta like convincing shit. <laughs> I've been talking to her. I've been, I've been trying. Go to school, man. Persuasive essays. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Skr, skr. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna though. plug that. Oh, yeah. Also, I'm gonna shut up. I got, you heard, I just hit a thousand followers on Instagram. Follow me, Gas Pack Tyler. You already know. I got Mixgate coming soon. Turn on the post notifications. I'm at like, I don't even know my followers are at. I know I'm over 1K and growing. So stay tuned. I'm going to have um, big things coming. Congrats on say. your success, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I remember when I saw you start announcing that you'll release your tape yeah. at 1,000. And then you were you were at like 600 or something at the time. And you just grew from there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just, I was like, fucked. man, when I first started, like, when I first announced, like, 
I didn't even have a name for the tape. I just wanted a tape. I was gonna do a drop a tape. Um, so I announced in the tape. I like actually I went from like I think it was like four thirty when I first started saying I'm dropping tape to one thousand fifty plus and Oh, like a, month, a little, a, few months, a couple yeah. months. Yeah. yeah, it was quick. It was real. I don't know. It was a real fast growth for <laughs> like, for like, for like, I don't know, for like, it's just starting basically. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. and being in like a secluded town, like, yeah. but like, like they're like stuck in the nineties. They love the old music. Yeah, I'll, like, I will yeah. never like. I don't think I will be able like. Right as it is, I don't think it's gonna be no Vernon shows. Bullshit, we can hmm. make that happen. Like, you can, you can unless make- we get, well, we're gonna make that happen, but yeah. us Vernon people need to get some support. I wanna see you guys do shows in like a forest. That would be sick. <laughs> well, yeah, bro. What's that song that did that? Uh, what did the fox say? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like oh in a forest God. like that. <laughs> oh <my laughs> crazy God. enchanted forest, bro. I think it'd be sick. Honestly, I genuinely think it'd be a cool idea to do like an outdoor Kasai concert. I'd be so game, bro. Like a fat, like an outdoor, that'd like maybe you can even have. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. Man, we just gotta get, get the equipment. Yeah. The people with the equipment. We yeah, just gotta just, get the people. Just wait. Yeah. Before <laughs> yeah. we start saying, before we start saying shit, just wait. We got, we got this. Let's wait. Yeah, I, I believe in you guys. I'm so excited. By the way, I'm interviewing somebody from Kasai on that show that's coming up on the 15th. Hi. That's dope. That's dope. That's Hello? dope. Do you know, can you guess who it is? Um, you already did Cran. Nino. No. Uh, Young Ivany. You got it. Hey, yes. Young Ivany. Yo, shout out to my bro, Young Ivany. Yo, shout out to my bro, Young Ivany. Yo, that nigga lit. Young Ivany, oh bro. God. Young Ivany's dope, bro. Young Ivany's dope. He funny, bro. He's smack. New Man. song. <laughs> New song, smack. Smack that. Yo. Smash that. Yo. <laughs> Boy's lit, bro. Man. He's like, he's like. Mm. He got good energy, bro. He's young, too. He's young, He's bro. 14, right? He's 13. He's 14. He's 13. 13. 14. He's 14. 14. <laughs> that nigga crazy. He's dope. He's God. 14. He's hype. God. Doesn't make a difference. I like him. He's dope. It doesn't make a difference, but it's he's probably the only like 13, 14 year old person that's like youngest lit member like of Kasai. Hard ass song. <laughs> buddy's, buddy's songs. Buddy's twerking, man. <laughs> buddy's songs slap harder yeah. than Lucius on his birthday. Oh my God. Oh. A pimp named Slick Back doesn't even hit as hard as his songs, for real. You Woo! seen Boondocks? A pimp named Slick Back. <laughs> I love the Boondocks. Yeah. Nigga. yeah. Oh, Ruckus. No relation. That nigga uh, fucked up. That nigga's eyes all types of fucked up. Stink meaner. What's good, nigga? What's really good? <laughs> you don't want to meet the niggas that did the voice for that shit. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, that's coming up. So that'll be yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll obviously be there. It's going to be a good time. 100%. Yeah. Um, for the culture of Canada. Hell yeah. Represent. Hell yeah. All platforms. Hell yeah. Guys. You'll see. But... By the way, um, when I start putting out video content, it's going to be everywhere. There's not going to be a spot where you don't see it, including <laughs> including. I'm yo, 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 get your fucking subscriptions up for the all culture. My, Ooh, all baby. my videos will be up on. Yes, get that shit. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to. Hey, Pat what, other, Pat- <laughs> what other podcast is on right now? Nobody. Exactly. Exactly. Who's got the edge on this shit? I do. You do. For the culture. 
There it is. Yeah, but that's um, gonna be funny too when you come up with that next. Yeah, I see yeah. you. Um, <laughs> so, oh yeah, okay. I'm yeah. almost done all this here. Yeah. But uh, before I go, where is the pressure music video? Pressure music. Uh, oh, listen, I'm gonna plug this fuck out of this one too. Pressure music video. It's done. It's done. I just need to pick it up. Yep. And. I need to find me. I don't know if I want to release it under my, like, just under my own YouTube channel or try and push on a platform. Put on a platform. Like, put on a platform for yeah. the first drop. Yeah. Exactly. Platform, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking platform, put it on a platform, yeah. but, like, I just need to get my ass into finding what what platform. What platform. Talk to and talk to uh, Dead Rose. He's got himself on there. Yeah. He he's on that phone. He's on trail phone. Yeah, trail phone. Yeah. Yeah. I got another. Yeah, I got. Yeah, straight up. I just like I want to get on a platform. So I've been like waiting and like waiting for the right time to to drop it. Like I wasn't gonna drop the music video before I dropped my tape and before I got a thousand followers. No way. Like I just wasn't what I was wanting to do. So I I'm just gonna be strategical. Right. Okay. And I'm gonna drop it when the time is right. Right. Um. I'm gonna probably gonna I'm gonna start hyping it soon. Uh. So stay tuned for little clips and little hypes. Sick. On the Instagram and send, on. Send me that stuff. I'll promo it for you. I got you. you. I got yeah. you, bro. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm waiting on too. Man. Dope. Um, it's gonna be lit. I don't have. Shout out. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Let me catch you off, bro. Yeah, yeah. Shout out my bro Sterling Peters for filming the music video. Hit up Sterling Peters if you're in the Okanagan area. Buddy's amazing with the camera, bro. He's amazing filmer. He helped out uh, your video too, didn't he? Indigo? Yes, he did Indos. And too. he and uh, Drake Richardson was the guy that also helped him with your oh, video. I, was, I got. I have four camera guys on my video, bro. Wow. <laughs> but he did all angles. Crew, bro. Yeah. Shit. Um, yeah, I'm waiting to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your video's not out yet, is it? No. When are you going to put that out? I'm waiting on the same shit. I'm thinking... I'm, I got to talk to Trill Phone. That's what I've been on. Right. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I don't have very many other questions for you. Do you guys have any questions for me at all? Um... I'm just really grateful you have me on this podcast. Of course, and man. Thank you so Long time much coming. for everything. Like, thank you. It meant a lot. And it's, I love it. I thank got a you. question. Yeah, yeah. You're a pretty wise dude, so I want you to drop some wisdom on us real quick, just about anything. Yeah, hit up some wisdom. Oh, shit. Now you're putting the pressure on me. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> tables have turned. The tables have turned. Get some wisdom. That's the type of it questions Indigo asks. Uh-huh. <laughs> wise hmm. one. Damn. Any now, kind of wisdom. in on the Indigo podcast. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Now tuning in on the Indigo Podcast <laughs> segment of For the Culture Canada. Yo. Oh, man. <sighs> Drop some wisdom. God damn it. Uh, I need some space for this. I need some time for this one. For sure. Um, fuck. Dun, 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 dun. Space, bro. <laughs> Not Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. This doesn't go out to just the people in the room. Um, but this goes out to everybody that listens to this, but whatever you choose to do, make sure that you always do it with intent and, and sheer confidence. Cause whether you rock something really crazy in terms of outfits or looks or sounds or anything like that, you have to do it with full intent. You have to know this is why I'm doing it. And here's why put everything into a practical reason. So the thing is, if you look a certain way, tell them that it's because it's a practical reason and you're doing it with sheer confidence. Cause like if you can convincingly with your own conviction, say, Hey, this is why I'm doing it. And you can sell them on that. They'll fuck with your vision, man. Yeah. And as you start, and as people start, 
start following what you're doing and they start replicating what you're doing, they'll be like, then those people will ask the people that are following you saying, why are you doing that? And they'll say, for the same reason that you are. And it'll you'll build followings that yeah. way. Practical yeah. reasons to do the shit that you do with full intent and confidence. That's what's going to get you successful in whatever you're trying to do. Um, yeah, that's my advice. Bless, bro. Bro. <laughs> Yo, man, damn's got some wise words still for real. <laughs> I had like, to deliver. Damn. I hope that works for somebody. Everyone thinking about everyone that heard that, listen, think about that. Rewind that. Think about it again because I know you didn't even get that the first time. And then <laughs> you're giving me too much he, he credit. He said it. He said it. I'm gonna say it again. If you didn't hear him say it, I'm gonna say it. Go back. Listen to it. Actually, like, listen to it. Like, those are some great words. <laughs> Bless up. Gas pack. Uh, awesome. Hey, yeah. Well, great. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, everybody here. I thank appreciate you. your thank time. You. Thank you again for having me. Like I said, thank you very much. I have to I do that it. for somebody that shares the same name as me, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what gas I was saying pack, earlier. Pack, pack. <laughs> yeah, D pack and gas pack, right? Yo, baby, that's what's up. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, Keelan, thank you for coming by. I appreciate your time. Yeah, man, thank you for having me. Of course. And Indigo, thank you so much for coming by as well. Always oh. great to see you. Hey, I was about to say the same shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and thank you to everybody for coming on to the show and listening to what we have to say. Um, make sure that you check out, um, make sure you check out Gas Pack Tyler's new tape when it drops and make sure that you come to the Kasai show on the 15th of March which is happening at the Black Box Theater make sure that you follow Kasai Collect and Kasai Events make sure that you follow Indigo as well and follow Keelan what's uh what's what's your Instagram N-Y-C-E underscore S-H-E-W-Z nice shoes there you go don't fuck around and don't forget follow Gas Pack Beach A <laughs> all right and make sure that you follow for the culture canada on instagram and facebook make sure that whatever you do please and yeah um but make sure that you leave a rating just give us any sort of feedback rate us one stars rate us five stars i don't give a shit just please give us some sort of feedback so that we know what you thought of the episode and so that we can improve and uh we'll see you later bye bye, bye.